Hi, Ron here, and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing... Welcome to Fringe um, for another weekend. Great to have you here. Can you hear me in the back? <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Oh, Haley. We've yeah. got the dog as well. It's all important. <laughs> Everyone's here. Um, reflecting on, on last week and a few things which were happening around the place, I really wanted to... Um, I spoke to Mike and we thought we'd talk about prayer. Um, I know my prayer life is not great and it's something I need to work on. Um, if I'm completely honest, I've been in a lot of prayer meetings lately online um, and you know, the way people pray um, ruffles my feathers a little bit. Um, it's not like a lot of people take it like a competition, it seems to be like online, um, quoting scriptures and all oh, sorts yeah. of things. but. Um, and who can do the better better job? But it's, they miss the entire point of what prayer is about. Um, prayer is being honest with yourself and honest towards God. Um, and I think that prayer should be a little bit more dangerous than um, just God bless my burger and chips um, and uh, actually get out of our own way for God's destiny to work through us because he's got the better picture and the better outcome for our lives but how brave are we to accept that um, Mike's got a little story you want to tell? Yeah, yeah, yeah so um, it's really interesting how everything's changed now hmm. and um, in this coronavirus world how much we actually have to trust God because, you know, as pastors you're used to being able to go, you know, we can go and we can help because we're the men of God and if we turn up, something good will happen. Well, you know, the truth is we're not meeting together so we don't get to see people as much and we're not turning up as much and so we actually have to trust God. I don't know how you're going with that, but I'm, I'm actually challenged by that. So I do a thing on um, in the mornings just and we're reading John's Gospel slowly. A couple of weeks ago we hit that part in that day, we'll ask anything in my in my name, and the Father will give it to you. And I started to think about what praying in Jesus' name might be, and it rattled me to the core, because that was oh, four or five weeks into the heavy part of the coronavirus thing, mm. and I realised how, you know, I think if we're going to pray in Jesus' name, it's got to sound like something he would say. Yeah. And, you know, when you hear the prayers of Jesus, he's praying for history for the whole church for all his people for sin as a principle for the devil as a you know it's, it's huge stuff not for a new bicycle not for god can we please make sure we pay the bills yeah god can you please prop up this little one who's hurting a little bit god can you please keep me safe from this naughty virus nothing i mean if we're going to pray in jesus name it's got to sound like something he'd say and man that slammed me against a wall and I spent that morning driving around the Northern Redlands just just yelling uh, in, in prayer because I realised how pathetic my little prayers had been. I said, God, give me my suburb. Give me this suburb I'm driving through. And I had to really adjust up what I was asking God for. 
because my poor effort really in Jesus name yeah. it, it just it just wasn't big enough it wasn't grand enough it wasn't exceeding abundantly beyond anything I could dare ask or hope for I mean for crying out loud the government's given grants to pay the bills you know it's not a big prayer mm-hmm. you know and and to ask for such a baptism of the Holy Spirit in the people that the evangel of God goes out and that lives are changed and hearts are healed and people are saved and violent people repent and addicted people get free. Ah, that sounds like Jesus' name. And and it's sort of been curious since I started doing that more. Man, have I heard some amazing testimonies of the Lord just touching people. And the, awesome the, the, the interesting thing is, I, I guess, going off script here, the interesting thing is, is I hear people say, you know, you've got to be specific for what you ask for in prayer, which mm. yes and no. Um, but but um, the thing is, what we get when you make those big prayers is never what you think oh, it looks like, you know. Yeah. It, it's, um, right. yeah. Look, I, I think that whole thing about being really specific in prayer was written by sensate personalities for sensate personalities. Yeah. And, and it works. There are people for whom, by the way, that's really important. Back up, what's prayer? For me, prayer is a shorthand phrase that means your entire relationship with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your life is a prayer. Everything yeah. I do is giving God a message. Yeah. Uh, everything I say is giving God a message, and every availability I make to the Holy Spirit is letting God speak. So, so prayer is is incredibly huge. It's incredibly nuanced. Um, you know, I mean, I've I've made a, a study of this over my life because it's just too much fun. You know, everything from contemplative silence through to yelling in tongues and carrying on, through to you know shopping lists and journaling, and there's a thousand things, and you just got to find what works for you in terms of what prayer needs to be. But, yeah, I agree. I reckon God seems to me, for most of us, to reveal the thrust of what he wants us to get on with. You know, you, you're basically an evangelist. Go. You know, you're basically a healer. Go. You're basically a pastor. Go. And I think after that, that's our river that we've got to, you know, that Jesus said, a river of living water will run. You've got to get in the river, but whether you're here in the river or there in the river or there, I don't think that matters much, and I know <laughs> from decades of experience that every time I've projected forward in my mind to what it's going to look like when God does what he told me, yeah, um, you it's got a 180-degree miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God does exactly, and I've been doing this long enough now to know, God does exactly what he says he's going to do. And it doesn't look a thing like what you thought it would look like. <laughs> I guess that, that brings me back to the, the big point I was thinking of during the week is... Um, that we get in the way, you know, um, how can you hear people complain that, you know, they're not feeling enough of the spirit. They're not mm. moving enough. Um, they're not in touch enough with, you know, um, mm. but, um, I think we kind of get in the way by limiting our prayer life, by, by putting our own expectations mm. on it instead mm. of, um, God can't use us to his fullness, you know, so we can never be the full potential of what we're meant to be if we're praying only our will and not accepting his. Oh, prayer is about surrender. Yeah. And and until and that's another thing, praying in Jesus' name. The context of that is, as the Father sent me, I'm sending you. As you do that, you'll ask the Father for anything you want. So if I'm not really submitted and sold out to Jesus, whatever you want, I'll pick up whatever cross comes. I will keep walking. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. The ask anything doesn't apply. Yeah. Well, we'll never promise a good time. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but um, no, nowhere in the Bible does Christ say, you know, follow me and, and you'll get that oh. wonderful career in the new car or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm preaching Stephen getting stoned to death on Sunday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and actually, that's brilliant because one of the points is the resurrection appearances of Jesus are not all beer and Skittles. No, 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 definitely there's, not. There's no. The resurrection appearances of Christ hold some real... Horror. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not usually comfortable for people who are in that experience. Um, but yeah, but somehow we've changed that to uh, praying our own desires and our own mm, thoughts. Absolutely. And, you know, think, think treating God like, I don't know, like a genie in a lamp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like an ATM machine. Yeah. But, okay, let me throw this at you and comment. God delights to give us the desires of our hearts. Now, I've come to understand that means God delights to actually put the desires in us that he wants. So what ultimately, as we're really submitted, our will becomes his will. Yeah. What we want is what he wants. But it's not, I would really like um, a new car and the mortgage paid off. That's that's probably I, not a desire that God put in there. That's just normal humanity. What, I, what do you I, I think it's a lot deeper than that. Yeah. Um, like myself, I've got a very big um, social, you know, social justice kind of streak mm. which runs through me. And I, and I think that's... That's the core point, and that's deeper than any of that stuff of what yeah. I particularly want. It's, I don't think I can affect that part of me no matter what I did. Mm. It's always there, and I, I yeah. think that's yeah. the thing which we're talking that's about. That's the desire that yeah. God put there for you. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in that environment, ask what you will. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it may not make you rich and famous. Oh, it definitely won't make you rich and famous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so, did you make notes? Because that's everything you need to know about prayer. There's nothing else. It's easy. Yeah. Um, well, my, my focus really is is on and pushing people to to pray dangerous prayers um, to see what would happen. So, if you're sitting there at home, going, you know, my Christian life isn't what I expected. I thought there'd be more than this. I thought it would be more. Well. Get out of your own bloody way, basically, <laughs> um, and and yeah. pray some dangerous prayers. Don't be afraid. And I was, I was going through the Bible, thinking of Actually, this. Before we go there, can yeah. I just back one? Yeah, yeah. Um, on that, the will of God is not hard to find. Um, you know, Ron just said he's got a social justice thing that runs through him. Where'd that come from? It sort of just came. You know, when he goes to bed at night, he's he's daydreaming about that stuff. He's reading books about that stuff. That's what he's passionate about. You want to find the will of God for your life after you get saved. You've asked Christ into your life. You ask the Holy Spirit to renew your mind. There's gonna be something that excites the living daylights out of you. Well, where's the fight which gives you energy? Yeah, you know, you yeah. Know? And and that is the purpose of God for you. Real simple. So take that, work it, fan it, fan to a flame the gift that God put into you. I think is the way the Bible describes it. And go after it. And it may well, but it won't look like Ron or me at all. You know, my thing is about equipping leaders. Ron's thing's about social justice. You know, we're we're both a pair of evangelists. You know, that's sort of their B game. You know. Well, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Find that thing, guys. Write it down. Pin it on your mirror. And when you brush your teeth, start saying, "I am a social justice guy. I equip people for ministry. I." What question is? Um, when you're praying, I hope that God's just listening and not watching because my best prayers come in the shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've actually got to be still yeah. <laughs> um, to hear the voice of God. Yeah. And, yeah, showers and toilets are 
are the two classic places where we all sort of just stop. Yeah. And, and, and part of the art of prayer is actually cultivating the discipline of doing that at other times. But, yeah, if you want to hear the voice of God, yeah, have showers. Works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dangerous prayers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So the three biggest dangerous prayers I could think of when looking at the Bible, um, honestly, they, they all come from David, really. Um, but the biggest ones were, search my heart. Oh, yoy, yoy, yoy. You know, um, break me yeah. and send me. So, the David and Saul story. So, let's just dive into that a little bit. Mm. So, what happened is, um, basically, Saul sees David as a threat and um, sends everyone after him. And the, and the biggest thing he could do to to come across David was say that he's not a man of God, mm. you know, mm. that he doesn't have God's best interest at heart. And that was very challenging. And David's reaction is to say this prayer where, he asks those three questions in the one prayer, mm. um, which is, uh, search my heart, God, which which is an interesting one because, you know, they say that God knows your heart. Mm. Um, mm. But then again, we've got uh, uh, Jeremiah 17, 19. I've actually got it written down here. Ah. Yeah. The heart is deceitful above all things. Who can understand it? Mm. Right there. Mm. But in that prayer, David's saying, look at my heart, get in there, and if there's anything which offends you, God, make it known to me. Mm. How dangerous is that? Oh, and how weird is that? Yeah. Because if, if any of you are like me, you don't trust your heart. No. You, you, know, you know what Jeremiah's saying. The heart, you know, Jesus said, you guys are like dogs going back to eat your own vomit. You should have gotten rid of that puke. But you keep going back to it. What the hell? And I get that. Yeah, I really get that. And um, sorry, the dog just licked my foot, and it sort of really threw my train of thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I fully understand that. And yet, it's in this redeemed heart where my sins are forgiven, and where the Spirit of God lives, is the place I have to meet God. Yeah, that's weird and counterintuitive, and and I think that's the whole thing of God searching our hearts because that's where it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen in the inner person. It ain't going to happen. And that's really not a comfortable thing to invite, but yeah. I guarantee it's going to change your the way you see God and the way um, you interact with God yes. and your relationship. Um, for those people who are brave enough to pray that prayer. Well, you've got to be brave enough to back yourself. Yeah. You've got to look in the mirror and go, I am no longer a sinner. I am redeemed. You know, the Spirit of God lives in me. My mind is renewed and I walk with God. And gee, I'll tell you what, the first time you do that, you're going to feel so far up yourself, you'll lose sight of sunlight. And, and like, he backs that up by, um, you know, if there's anything in there which offends you, God, mm. have a look at <laughs> it, you know, which, yeah. is, which is offering to be broken, you know, yeah. break me. Take yeah. those things away which, are, which shouldn't be there, which get in the way of this relationship. Yeah. Um, powerful oh, yeah. stuff. But, but, you know, I've, I've known a few people... Um, uh, the, our friend who started off basically friends who, who we met through, yeah, um, yeah. who got utterly destroyed and broken. And through that brokenness on the other side, great things happen, you know? Um, and you see that a bit, which, but oh, to live through that experience would be horrible. Look, God doesn't waste a good crisis. No. Uh, I mean, look at the cross. I mean, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, well, my own story, I've spent a decade and a half in the wilderness getting broken 
and I am the man I am now because of that. And while I was there, I thought I was out of the will of God and just railing against the cosmos. But I think it was the answer to that sort of prayer. Well, you know? again, this is a bit off script, but I, I always ponder the fact that um, die to your own death, you know, and we've all got a death and a cross to carry sort of thing. Um is is that thing which needs to be you know broken off is mm. that wrong and we all go through that when we die our own death sometimes it can take x amount of years oh, if you're stupid a long yeah. time yeah. and sometimes it can be really quick with you know um the quick ones are possibly a lot more painful um except the pain stretched out over a longer time you, you know what i've noticed yeah people who weren't real religious before they got started tend to get shorter yeah yeah because probably there's a whole lot more brokenness there anyway. But the fact is, they get they get this stuff better than those of us who've been religious for a long time. Yeah. Because we got a whole theology about which needs to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. And that's actually the first thing's got to go mm. is your whole worldview. And yeah, I, I think it took me so long because I was so religious. That, that's why I always say that God, yeah, Jesus chose fishermen. You know, because it was a clean slate. They didn't have all the stuff there to, you know, build on an empty foundation instead yeah. of all the rubbish which was already there. Well, fishermen, Roman collaborators, freedom fighters. Yeah, it was an interesting band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact they didn't kill each other is the first miracle of the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. So, uh, break me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Search my heart. And the other thing he says then after that is order my steps. Send me. Wow. Now, this one, I used to pray and it used to get me into all sorts of trouble. In fact, that's what one of my tattoos is. is, <laughs> is um, it, it basically means I'm here, I'm ready, you know, mind, body, spirit, one place, send me. Mm. Um, and, uh Yeah. I, I, well, little tales. So when Fringe was first kicking off, I used to pray that prayer every morning. It's like, your will be done, not mine. You know, send me. Where do you want me to go? Put work in front of me. The strange thing was, I'd get stopped in the street by people who, who you know, I didn't know who'd say, oh, look, my son's suffering with drug addiction. Can you help him? You know, it's like, who are you? <laughs> Why did you stop me? And yeah. okay, we'll give it a crack. We'll yeah. see what I can do. I'm not promising anything, but I'll yeah. walk with them. Yeah. Um, and that happened repeatedly, you know, um, which was very crazy kind of times. When you look at the ministry of Jesus, yeah, almost every miracle and almost every great parable comes out of an interruption. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Because, yeah, for me, it sort of runs the other way because I... Um, my life can get squashed for too much in it, mm. and uh, and yeah, because that I love that uh, you know old song we learned in youth groups years ago. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and He delights in His way. You know, yeah. <laughs> and there are days I look at God and say, God, I got thirty six hours of work and about sixteen hours to pull it off. Mm. Um, ah, order my path, and it's amazing how five minutes after that prayer. The phone will start ringing. Hey, can we reschedule, mate? I can't make it today. Look, I'm really sorry to let you down, but this isn't ready. Or, and it is amazing how this royal road opens up. And I, yeah, so it does work. Yeah. So, so, so what you're saying is I shouldn't feel guilty when I mess you around. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. When <laughs> I call up and cancel the last minute, it's, okay. it's all good. Yeah. Well, well, actually, look, it is. I think if we all in the in the body of Christ do our stuff right with honesty with integrity the lord is in charge and he is working it out and he does order our steps yes yeah but it does get you into some really interesting places 
absolutely. Yeah, like, <laughs> like being chased by people with meat cleavers, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so the break me, search my heart, send me. All this comes down to really the big picture of are you surrendered to God's will? Yeah. Who, you know, back to that original point we were talking about, are you getting in your own way? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess one of the other big ones, like even... The, right. I don't know if you can see the dog, but I'm, I'm actually not scratching Ron's lower back. I'm, I'm getting nuzzled so around here. It's better if I do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting nuzzled. And, yeah. uh, and Haley's part of the team. We can't. We can't do this without us. So. Yeah. yeah, but I guess one of the one of the other, you know, if you go through the Bible, all the prayers are dangerous. Even Christ, you know, in in the Garden, his prayer, which he says, you know, there's so much to be learnt from that, mm. um, where he's coming to his own crucifixion yeah. and everything's coming to that point, and he knows what's coming, and it's, oh, Father, please take this cup from me. If there's any other way, yeah, I don't want to do yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, but and deep reflection. Your will be done, not mine. Yeah. You know, I'm stepping out of my own way, I trust in you that you have a better look and a better outcome for my life of what needs to be done for the yeah. kingdom. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, Jesus, in his heart of hearts, knew exactly that this had to happen. Yeah. Even though the terror got him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, so- I, I guess a lot of this comes back to me for the Indian tale, um, which is uh, was sitting bull. I actually looked it up, who who said it, that there's two wolves inside a man Mm. and the one which wins is the one you feed. Mm. And I think there's, there's, you can always put that inside of us with our prayer life as well. Just back that up, explain that a bit more, the two wolves. (laughs) Okay. So um, two wolves, um, (laughs) often it's moved into yin-yangs and all sorts of things in today's, but you've got these two wills, these two different things inside you. Um, some say the good and the bad. Um, I don't go that far, but just these two different things, these two different um, ways you could be pulled. And the one which wins is the one you feed. So feed the one which is God's will, not your own, you know, um, it's the same thing. Get out of the way. You know, the one you feed, the one you continually go to is the one which is going to win. It becomes easier and easier over time when you keep going to that. We've got um, a couple of people on the south side really dealing with serious anger issues at the moment, and they're winning. Yeah. And it all comes down to feeding the right dog. Yeah. They're, yeah. Um, you know, they're just learning to just put the name of Jesus on their lips when they want to arc up, count to ten. And, and then when they're not in that moment to be feeding the peace and quietness and the, the testimonies are staggering, to be honest. It's beautiful what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know in my experience on the north side of some of the guys with anger issues, the word, the, you know, the name of Jesus was on their lips. When they were <laughs> angry, not the same. Not the same of, yeah. content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, how would it look if we all sold out to God's will? Man, that's a Jesus-sized question. Yeah. If we all started praying dangerous prayers, oh. what would happen to the world? Well, first of all, what would happen to us? Yeah, well, um, yeah, we... I think of collateral damage, but, you know, that's probably... <laughs> well, collateral blessing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we would... We would be a different 
bunch of individuals, we would be a wildly different community. We'd be laughing, I think, so much more. Yeah. And I think the gates of hell would be pissing themselves yeah. at that bunch of people yeah. walking up to them and saying, let the people come out. And, uh, yeah. You know, that, that's one of the things. As I hang around with other pastors and stuff, the wicked sense of humor we've got, you know, um, it's quite strange. What other people sort of would cringe at, we just laugh our heads off. Oh. <laughs> well, you have to, or you go mad. <laughs> simple truth. Yeah. But um, I guess some of that is, um, you know, when you get out of you, your own way, you're allowing God to work through there. You realize that not everything is you. You know, oh, not no. not everything is your actions. So when no. things go wrong or pear shaped, you're quite comfortable to laugh at yourself yeah. um, and have a bit of fun because you realise that it's God's will, not yours. Oh, and, and when they go right, you don't do laps in the car park going, "That was me." Yeah, yeah, because yeah. none of it was. Yeah, that's. I think that's what it means when it says signs follow us. Yep. I mean, dead set, the biggest full-on miracles that I've ever seen, I didn't find out about. Yeah. For months later, and then accidentally. They followed me. <laughs> they sort of fell off, you know. Yeah. And and I, I like speeding tickets and parking tickets. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That two or three month delay, and <laughs> then you get slammed, you know. Yeah, yeah that, that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, um, that's right. And and you do start to work out that Christ is in all and through all. And if we are humbly, quietly doing our best, you know, through the occasional exhaustion, frustration, all the stuff that assaults, and managing ourselves best we can, you know, in the world we live in it actually does work out it's weird yeah. yeah all right so i did a list up of different things which could be uh dangerous prayers um, <laughs> so um i thought examples of this mm. you know if you can think of one or just talk about how it could be dangerous I'd rather you. man man oh man oh man healing healing prayers okay we're going to pray for healing we <laughs> had this delightful church up in townsville for a while the most beautiful bunch of established, senior, strong Christians. One of them in her mid-60s did a nursing degree, mm. got a qualification, and we actually banned her from praying for people in church because she would just go and just minister grace to people. She would tell them about Jesus and talk to them about the values of Christ and so on. And so she starts praying for people for their healing. And... Out of nowhere, they start dying. And by the way, I've seen three people I would rate as miracle deaths. Yeah. We prayed for them, and for no apparent reason, amazing things happened in their families and lives, and two weeks later, they're dead for no apparent cause. And then the coroner went nuts, you know. Yeah. But this lady, she, she came in, I prayed for this one, and she died. Ah, oh, it was lovely. Yeah. And she came back next week, I prayed for another one, and she died. The third time she said it, and, and you're never praying for any of us again. But, you know... It'd be an interesting altar call. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you know, we, we really did both. But, I mean, I, I think healing, um, you know, the Bible talks about diverse types of healing. I think there are four biggies. Um, medicine, mm. and then just the anointed process of, of human knowledge. Um, the condition doesn't change, but you do. You can manage and cope and, and rejoice in it. The flat out healing zappo miracle thing and death yep so yeah i think we should in all these power things we ask for yeah take your feet off the bottom because remember that you've got the theme right you've got that thing coming up in you that says god's going to do something good for you darling we're going to pray for you but say the prayers and stand well back 
Yeah, because yeah. Well, well, um, death is the ultimate healing. You know, it works for me. Yeah, we um, hold that short, but but it is. You know, yeah. um, you, you're made whole. You go home. Everything's wonderful. Renewed body. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of sucks for us here yeah. watching it. But to pray for unity in a community or people coming together through um, different uh, perspectives on things. Unity is not praying that everyone will agree with you and come around to see the world through your view. Um, unity may be you are changing. Absolutely. It may be part of that breaking something off you. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah look, at, and it works for Christians theologically. Yeah. I mean, there are some fruit loop Christians out there. Yeah. yeah. There are people who think I'm a fruit loop. I mean, yeah. how fruit loop can you be? You know, <laughs> but it's actually saying when we're looking at each other's, yeah, that's all. No, no feedback required. Um, it's looking in each other's eyes beyond the theology and seeing Jesus. And then there's a whole cultural thing in it too. There are people I am, you know, worshipping with regularly that I have nothing in common with. Yeah. Small talk is... It, well, actually, small talk's really easy because we're educating each other about what we think the real world looks like. But, but seriously, if I was in a cricket club or a, you know, a political party, well, you just wouldn't meet anywhere except the fact that we're both trying to follow Jesus. So yeah, it is. It's it's sort of weird, and yeah. and it does it demands a lot of us. Yeah. Oh, boldness. Nah, don't pray for that. Yeah, it's that's a dangerous one. <laughs> Um, Some prayers are just plain stupid. That's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to pray for boldness um, will put you into all sorts of predicaments um, and places where, yeah, your boldness will be tested. Well, the only way to grow it is to go where it's weak and stand there. Yeah, yeah, It's, yeah. it's the same when you pray for more faith. Yep. Stupid prayer. It means God is going to take you to the place of your doubts and leave you there for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> not, not stupid, dangerous. Yeah, well... <laughs> From a fleshly point of view, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but but these are the places where you will grow and you will um, have incredible experiences with Christ. Oh, it may not be comfortable. It won't be a little bit, and they might be slow burn. Yeah, but sure as eggs, they're coming. If you if you pray those sorts of prayers seriously, you're in yeah. you're in for a ride. Know what you're getting in for, but by all means, <laughs> if you're brave, go for it. Um. Guidance. Oh, unless you got your feet off the bottom in submission, don't even ask. Yeah. Because God actually does have a purpose. There's a, you know, it's my favorite passage in the New Testament, Ephesians 2. You know, we are God's workmanship in Christ Jesus, prepared for a life of good works that he prepared for us beforehand. Yeah. And there is a destiny. And and God, I am, I am convinced, the God who can put together DNA the cosmos, everything else, to put together 7 billion people at the moment that are all perfectly crafted for a particular purpose, I don't think that's any challenge to him whatsoever. Yeah. And I, I might sound real old-fashioned, but I believe he saw us all coming. And I believe that guidance is just finding out what you're here for and doing it. And um, and the thing is, it, it may well... Look, do I have a go at some of my brothers and sisters? Too many Christians walk around with a cringe thing on them going, oh, I'm just little old me. I'm not special. I'm not this. I'm not that. And you're quenching the spirit of God. If you're a, I don't know, an administrator, your gift is to make things happen, to help to get things working. 
Oh, I just, just help a little bit with the books. I just do this little thing. No. When you start to see yourself as working with Christ so that the river of God can flow so freely through other people that the power of God is going to come through what you do. When you feel the anointing of God as you play with spreadsheets, as you worship God at the end of the day for the things you've achieved, that's when that river can flow. Jesus said you are what you believe. And if you think you're just making a little contribution, that's probably what you'll achieve. But you want to get into that guidance area. Go there and let the anointing run. Talking about my will, not God, that sounds good. Can I feel God's presence when I play with spreadsheets? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> For you. Sounds... Mine, you know, seriously, I have friends who, yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and their thing, and, and seriously, I've, I've got people working for me right now today. Yep. Doing what I would rate as drone work. But they'll feel the pleasure of God as they do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, don't belittle those things. I'd love to experience. And and then other people are going to get a hold of the fruit of that work. Yeah. And they're just going to think that they're being taught or fed or pastored or shepherded or whatever. Wouldn't happen without those guys. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. And And I want them to feel the same rush of the Holy Ghost as I feel when I stand up with a microphone and tell the people about Jesus, you know? Yeah. Because it is the same rush of the Holy Ghost, you know? Ooh, confession? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What have I done this week? I'll scratch that. What have I done in the last 10 minutes? Yeah. You know, the thing I find horrible about confession prayers is how much they repeat. Yeah. Some things just seem to be on loop. Yeah. Well, that is a key point, you know. Um, what are the things that search my heart? What are the things in my heart which offends me? What are the things where I keep going back to eat that vomit, you know? Um, <laughs> break these things off. But it's got to get more than that. But I guess the thing is, a lot of that can be subtle, you know. There's there's things which we do which we don't even realize. And those prayers of confession and search my mm-hmm. heart, um, God can show you stuff you really didn't expect to be there and be in the way. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, pride, you know. The, all um, the seven deadly sins. The things you, which are, are hard to see, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you know, yeah. and don't often get spoken about in church. But I'll tell you another thing I've seen, and I, I like this about Jesus. I, I look over my own life, right, and, and over the, you know, say each decade. Yeah. Oh, sorry, dog. <laughs> um, and at the end of each decade, I'm a really different man than what I was morally and socially and interpersonally and, and so on. And I feel like I'm making no progress whatsoever. Mm. And so I look back with hindsight and I think, wow, God, that's really impressive. That's class work. Mm. And yet I still feel, look, I'm just going around the mulberry bush. You know, isn't that weird? We, yeah. we just don't rate what the God, what God's doing in our lives, you know. So every decade, so you just had your 60, if not that long ago, so the yeah. next metamorphosis is for a came while. the Lord just before 20, so <laughs> yeah. I've, got, I've got eight years before I can look again. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Life feels unbearable. I'm just thinking of that, that Hobson prayer and stuff mm. like that, you know. Um, not that it was meant to be a prayer, but... Um, those times where you cry out, where everything is too much. Yeah. Um, we actually gave advice to someone <laughs> who who was 
Go for it, you know. Swear at God, yell at him, whatever you need to do. You know, out. He's he's big enough. Get it out of your system. You know, I I swear that the the Psalms and uh, particularly David's stuff is full of f bombs. Um, it's just been cut out and edited out over the years. But um, you know, go for it. Be honest. Open up. Um, but brace yourself for what comes back. <laughs> well. You know, 40% of the Psalms are laments. Yeah. They really are under the general heading of life sucks. Yep. And, you know, an Anglican priest mate of mine said, um, you know, if our, if our hymn books had anything to do with the um, with the Psalms, 40% of them would be dirges. <laughs> and and that's, that's right, you know. But I, I think the other thing too is God meets us in extremis. Yeah. I mean, how many people do we know who... And, and I've got to be really careful with this. Holy Spirit, don't let anybody hear the wrong thing. But have been at the point of suicide. Mm. When something happened of strange and enormous power. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Transforming. And, and their real conversion was at the moment of complete giving up. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, you know, got yeah. to the end of my own rope, and that's where I found Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a common thread through a lot of our guys. Yeah, and, and it's it's not recommending that anybody try to get there, you know? No, no definitely not. But, you know, you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God is there and there is a table of good things spread. If you can exercise the ridiculous level of self-discipline to keep looking for it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Too right. But that, that friend of ours, we did say that, um, you know, go for it. <laughs> Yes, um, yes. Word, word of advice. Yes. Um, yes. Make sure no one's home at the time or, um, you yes. know, get especially in, your landlord. Yeah. yeah. Get in the car, you know, <laughs> go for a drive. Yes. Um, yes. Otherwise, you may get evicted like yeah. our friend is. Yeah, that's right. We, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yes, how to build a prayer life and get people evicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Stranger things have happened, but not much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Help. <laughs> kind of ties in so close. I, I sent you the helicopter. I sent you the boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that prayer actually I don't rate as particularly dangerous. Um, it's more of a you're going to get a response of you knucklehead. Yeah, very yeah. often. You know, <laughs> you, you wind up laughing at yourself at the end of that prayer very often. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly do. I believe there is this pulsing presence of the love of God that is just over us all the time whether we're aware of it or not and and you know i don't want to sound like some sort of mystic who walks around in a gossamer sense of the presence of god because i don't but i walk around in the absolute confidence that that is there and that is coming and you know when those folks walk up to you and say hey by the way can you or hey i need to cancel or hey we need you down here that's those moments where that's evident and i I, honestly i I put more stock on those experiences of power than the sense of the anointing. I, I should say, my response to that it always is when someone comes up to me, can you help so-and-so, they're in a bad place. I've got this instant response which comes in, um, no. <laughs> no, I can't. God can, and I can come and walk with them while yeah, he does. Come and watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, I, I just think that the help of the Lord is, is very close. And, and frequently is to make us grow a pair. Frequently, I, I find the help is God 
really speaking some stern words to me sometimes and saying, would you stop the pity party and stand up and keep going? Mm. You, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's hard to think. Sometimes you hear a voice from heaven that says, yes, skirt. <laughs> but that's really what it is, that courage, tenacity, faithfulness under fire that are core gospel values and don't get spoken about a real lot. You know, walking through the desert, it's dry, it's dirty, it's horrible, it can be lonely. Oh, you wish you were anywhere else. Mm. But the help of the Lord is is nearer than breath. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, big one on fringe. Um, salvation. Whoa. The salvation prayer, you know. Um, often with salvation comes a lot of stuff, comes repentance, comes things. But for, for a lot of the guys who we've had come through fringe in the past, this salvation prayer is meant... I'm owning my shit. Mm. Mm. I'm taking responsibility. I'm taking responsibility yeah. for what I, all the things I've done, mm. and some of them have been horrific. Some of them have mean that salvation prayer has mean go to the cop shop and hand yourself in, go to jail, go through the mm. system. That's you know, right. um, as part of that salvation. Yeah. Um, salvation prayer can is dangerous, but it is wonderful. Oh, and none of us know what we're saying. Yeah, uh, I, I do this thing for those who are a bit further down the track talking about getting born again and I don't believe you get born again by saying a prayer at all you get born again by dying to yourself Yes, that's a process and it takes as long as it takes it's still, you know, I mean for me if salvation and conversion are the same thing I'm still converting, you know what, what um, you said before though about the, the, the life experience you know mm. I think, how do I say this and not offend a bundle of people? Um, I'm just going to go for it. Um, so I think the the more, yeah, sorry, bad past today, um, all the shit you've done, all the bad stuff you've done, pretty much the worse you've been. I think the quicker that transition is, honestly. But, but it's a lot more painful and it's compact, but it's bang. I will absolutely destroy you in that moment of salvation. Absolutely. Um, and you will die your death and come out anew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what Jesus said. You know, those who are forgiven much love much. Yeah. And I reckon that's right. I I look at some of the greatest of the saints, and they were the biggest scumbags. Yeah. Um, no mistake about that. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, those of us who grew up in the church can fall into a very comfortable suburban sort of a, a routine. You know. Um, but the other thing I think that's really important in terms of salvation prayers is. One of the things we're saying to God is everything I know about life is wrong. Mm. Everything. I, the whole orientation of my life has been to self-preservation, self-aggrandizement, validation, you know, all that stuff. No, it's not anymore. It's about forgetting all that and serving you and a cause that you will give me. Um, you know, it's, it's values of individualism that we all thrive on. No, it's values of community. Uh, you know, it's... it's um, do unto others before they do unto you, you know? Mm. No, um, it's drugs are good when life gets hard. No, I will make you strong in the inner man. It's going to take years, and I do expect you to stop drinking, smoking, injecting, whatever. Yeah, that, that salvation prayer, and, and the way that happens, a lot of you guys have done this. You know, you get to communion, you put that bread in the cup and say, I'm in. Oh, man. You know, we try to warn you before you do that, but... Mm. You, 
and the other thing go the way is you've made some promises to God, you're going to take them. You're in trouble. (laughs) I guess summarising this, you know, there's a common thread which goes through all of this. It's surrendering. It's feeding that dog, you know, feeding God's dog, not yours, (laughs) inside of you. Bad analogy, I know, but, you know, it works. It's um, getting out of your own way. I want to challenge everyone, if you're brave enough, to pray some prayers which aren't about you. Mm. To pray some prayers which aren't about the people around you even, Mm. but about God's will. Yeah. And you accepting it. You finding out where he wants you and seeing where that goes. Mm. Not comfortable. But a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. And please keep us in the loop. Love those stories when people get in touch. Mm. Yeah. Um, Should we pray? We should pray. Oh, thanks. (laughs) After all that. (laughs) It's a prayer meeting. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, come. Lord Jesus, you said your spirit would teach us all things, remind us of you, remind us of what you said, and produce your character in us. Guide us to all truth. Equip us for all service. Holy Spirit, just come and do that. So fill us, God, with you, that we are just full-time, full-energy people of the Spirit. What did Paul say? We've got to live by the Spirit. Got to walk in the Spirit. Got to pray in the spirit and Lord ultimately that's our heart Lord that we become literally a shell of a person with the fire of God living in us Lord thank you for the responsibilities of this life our our intimate relationships our kids our jobs Lord all those things that matter and must be served but Father in the middle of all that we really want to say we're yours take ownership lord we submit we surrender and and we give up our little thinking we give up our little expectations we give up our little faith our little hope our little love and just say jesus fill us with your stuff and we won't as far as as far as we can we won't stand in the way as that river runs jesus name. amen something which dawned on me when you were praying one of the most dangerous prayers in the Bible, I think, is um, our Father. Mm. If you break it down and you look at the, the context in that, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you get in behind that, you know, your will be done, mm. not mine. Yeah. Actually, you can do worse and there'll be a thousand resources. But just praying the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Just, just work it through. Uh, it takes me two weeks to pray the Lord's Prayer, to yeah, actually to, to break it down. Pray it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it goes down the rabbit hole so deep. Yes, scary stuff. Yeah. Like, hallowed be my name. Holy is my name. Don't use it lightly. Oh, I get lost in the holiness of God for a day and a half. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, yeah. But yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. Good. Okay. Anything else to add? Not a bit. Excellent. That's everything I know. We're done. Another episode. Never have to preach again. And please, don't forget to sign up to the baraccenter.com or the fringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.